0: What's up? Ladies and gentlemen of YouTube, boogie Two Ninety eight, eight coming at you live once again through the power of that there internet. You are listening to the Big Stack Podcast. I'm YouTuber boogie two, nine, eight. Uh You, uh, as always, are being joined by my good friends, Ellis and Jacob. You can find it at twitch.tv slash big underscore breakfast. How are you guys doing this week? What's up? We're great. Haven't seen I, you guys I'm doing wonderful
1: haven't seen no, you guys. I... For... Oh, okay. My bad. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, there was no podcast last week, and it's because I was out of town in Los Angeles. Instead, we had some alternative content on the channel. We decided these boys would uh, create a movie review, uh, which went pretty long. That was a pretty extensive movie review. I listened to about half of it, and I was like, "I, li- I this is long. <laughs> it's longer <laughs> than your average Zelda review, I guess. I. Uh, <laughs> That's
1: I a joke. Really we'll talk it. about
0: that in a little bit um but yeah so guys let us know what you thought about that video what you thought about number one what do you think about these guys creating content that i'm not involved in because i know some of you guys love me and i know some of you guys hate me and i know some of you love to hate me and hate to love me so um sometimes these guys are gonna be making content on their own and i think they stand very well on their own to four feet they have four feet
1: i do all four of those things
0: and then jacob
1: has has three of the feet
0: then, secondly, sorry that we didn't get a podcast out to you, especially to our patrons at patreon.com slash thebigstackpodcast. We still love you very, very much. We're not posting much to Patreon right now, and we apologize for that. Um, I'm going to make one of these boys just download that app and get it on their phone so that we can get more stuff for you guys there. But we still have, like, 50-some patrons. It's pretty nice. Thank you guys for your yeah, continued. support. Thank you
1: support. very much. So
0: much. Yeah. Um, so how was your week, Ellis?
1: Uh, well, Jacob speaks for me. Jacob, how how was my week this week? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cede the floor to you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it, Senator. Uh, as, no, as my it... week was pretty good. I, uh, as you know, hung out with you the other night boogie. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. I also played the Division Two beta, and uh, if you like the Division Two or the Division One, it's uh, it's more of the same.
0: Yeah, but I'm enjoying it. See, that's what I will say about the Division. If you enjoyed the Division, you're going to enjoy this, which is the Division 1.5 expansion pack being sold to you at a $60 price uh, for some reason. Maybe. Because yeah. uh, it, it's more I, of the same, and in-game seems was, pretty, was neat. pretty limited. Maybe there's more to it. Yeah, maybe. It seems. Like, the map is pretty small, it seems like there's not as much stuff, just, especially like from the beta point of view, but there could be more, but it is one of those games that are going to develop as they go, so it does look like it has some lifestyle improvements if you're into the looter shooter genre, and here's what I can say about it, there's nothing bad about it, I didn't find anything bad about it, I really didn't, it was exactly the game I expected it to be, so if you're excited for The Division 1.5, you should get it, honestly. I don't know if you should rush out and buy it, you could probably wait since it's a live-service game, it'll be better the longer you you wait but nothing turned me off did not even turn you off from it no
1: i didn't i didn't have any like negative experiences yeah the worst it, thing i could say is like oh it's a bit samey like it's it's i've played
0: this game before right uh the bullet sponge issue in the betas was still there but i'll tell you i get they they i unlocked my end game character i took my in-game character into a dungeon i got killed right away i was confused by all the gear and i was confused by all the mechanics and i didn't know what was going on and i was like all right i don't really care so, that, ma- so yeah.
1: that was the problem that I had. And I don't think that's necessarily a problem with the division. I think it's more of a problem with the beta right. where they have you play the first couple of hours of the game and then skip everything else. And then just set you up with a guy who just has everything already and everything's already set up. And then they have you continue doing it. And I have a hard time playing games where I skipped the buildup to having all of the skills and the gear and not understanding why right. I have these things and I'm sure. They together.
0: I'm sure if you played the division one, it made perfect sense, probably, and you could see the differences. So that's probably who it was for. For us who didn't play very much division one, we probably were like, okay, this is the first part was for us probably. Jacob, mm-hmm. are you playing any games this week?
1: I played the division. I played Anthem. I played uh, a mobile anime game.
0: Okay. What was all right? So that that piques my interest. What mobile anime game?
1: I play. I play a game called Epic Seven and it has waifus in it and husbandos <laughs> husbandos is, word, is the term a word that i didn't know before but i know it now yeah you're welcome uh yeah and you get them and you level them up and then they fight monsters that's weird that, that's the whole thing it's i mean not it's the same as, as any of them so yeah, your wa- the wa-
0: <laughs> your waifu battles monsters for you
1: oh, or my or husbando. husbando yeah um there's also furries in it if that's and okay. robots All right, now you pick. Oh, there's robots. Yeah, there's a couple robots. I've oh yeah,
0: there are robots in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna be honest with you guys, and I don't know if you guys agree with this because I believe you're both in happy relationships. But here's what I'm saying: when the cybernetic robot woman finally exists and the sex is even remotely realistic, honestly, I'm just done. Like I (laughs) liked having a life partner that was human, and it was great, right? Um, And I mean, I really enjoyed the like meeting her needs and all that stuff. But I've done it. It was fine. I've done it. And now, if I can just have like a sex robot that will serve me, that'd be pretty great too. So, sure. I'm honestly, if we get to the point that we just could have put a fleshlight on a Cuisinart, I'm I'm in, man. That's good. Enough you can for already me. do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: nobody's stopping you from doing that. Right. I bet oh, well, KitchenAid makes an attachment for their mixer that you could just put the thing on the front <laughs> of, probably. Spins or whatever. I don't know. I, it might rip your dick off or something. Uh, you somebody just so, to
0: turn the setting down. Yeah. Uh, You're a coward. That so was we'll, my problem. So, what was your thoughts of the division? About the same, just kind of same. Uh,
1: yeah, about the same. I, I'm pretty much with Ellis. I did not play the division one at all. I had a lot of fun doing the first couple of hours of content that they had set out, uh, like building up and like leveling up and starting to collect gear. Yeah. And then once I unlocked those other characters, I had a there was like a disconnect in my brain of like what I was supposed to be doing, why I had 400 guns in my inventory and I equip one and it doesn't seem to do anything, and yeah. I was wondering why. Yeah. I had those in the first place. Uh, and then the the mission just kicked my ass. It took, I tried like four times and I finally got like to the end, but I didn't beat it. And then I stopped. Right. Not because I, I don't like it. I had a blast losing because I, I also, you know, got my ass kicked one or two times before I did eventually finish it. And I, it's been a while since I've played a game that uh, was hard.
0: Yep. That's or or nice. could
1: actually, you know, kill me. And I'm not even like some super Amadeus at video games. It, it's just. Games are pretty easy these days, uh, yeah, and I don't know, a lot I feel like is lost because of that.
0: Yep, I um I so I bought Far Cry New Dawn, paid thirty five bucks for it through Green Man Gaming, not a sponsor. Um, I've really wasted thirty five dollars because number one, oh, there's yeah. microtransactions built into all of it. There's base building and base advancing, and they're like, hey, do you want to buy this for cash or do you want to go collect it in the world? I'm like, I don't, I definitely don't want to pay for it in cash. Why wouldn't I collect it in the world? All right, what about the perks? Would you like some more perks? Yeah, I would. Um, you got some really interesting wild perks and they're like, no, they're pretty much stuff we ripped out of the base game and put them back in. There's some cool perks, but this is normally stuff you would have gotten in Far Cry 3 just from playing the damn game. And now you can either earn the perks by going into caches and, and finding perk magazines, or you could pay for them in cash. You want to pay for it in cash? No. Do you want to pay for the guns in cash? No, no, no. I don't want to pay any more cash. I just bought your game. Please stop marketing to me right now for base chunks of the game and how much does one talent point cost? I don't really remember, because I didn't didn't look, right?
1: I I was just curious, like, how they monetize things like
0: that. And I'll be fair, there is some stuff that I've done in the game that gave me the premium currency that I could use to buy perks, and that's the only way to buy perks other than finding them through doing the game. But they give you so many perks, it doesn't seem like perk points are even worth purchasing. It just seems like a gotcha moment for somebody who hadn't played the game yet and wanted to be super powerful at the beginning of the game. Anyway, it's a very uninspired game. The story is cool. I love the continuation of the story from Far Cry 5. So I do plan to finish it because I want to finish the story as they started telling it in Far Cry Five. Um and that, I did, that's a
1: really interesting way to do your storytelling.
0: Right. And one of the weirdest things about it is Far Cry Five, I thought it was gonna play like Far Cry Five, and it doesn't, because there's like a oh, yeah? tiered system and it's very role-play gamey and it seems very inspired by the Walking Dead. And it's just kind of, it's weird. And like the enemies, uh, I know a lot of people are like, well, you just don't like the enemies because they're black female characters. No, I don't care. Why would I care about that? That seems like what kind of lunatic gives a crap about that? What Wait, are all the enemies in the game black
1: female characters? No, but the, two, to
0: the, the, world? the two big antagonists in this are, oh, okay, are, are two I mean, I sisters, twins who are black and female. And, and so some people, you know, defend the game by saying they're just mad about that. I don't care about, why would I care about that? What a lunatic cares about that? What I do care about is that they just are boring. They're evil for no legitimate reason. Like one of the things I like about Walking Dead is Negan is evil for a reason. The Governor is evil for evil for a reason. These girls are just we're mean for whatever reason. Why? How does it serve you to be mean? I don't know. We're just that's what we're the bad guys. So let's just go ahead and be mean. And sure. John uh, John Seed, or not John Seed. John I Cena? No, well, I think his name is John Seed. The, 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 the antagonist from the previous game was a deep character that was running a cult, but had a reason to run his cult the way he did. Anyway, the game is truly uninspired, and that's how I felt about The Division 2. It just felt uninspired. They took the template, they made some minor changes, and sold it to you again. And I hate that that's what Ubisoft is doing. I hate that that's yeah, what Ubisoft that is becoming.
1: Especially, like, if you're going to make an effort towards in- including diversity in your game, it-, it really sucks to have those characters be one-dimensional and not well-written.
0: Right. right? So,
1: because then it- it's too much of an excuse for, like, see, it's bad. It doesn't work. Well, I mean, do it justice. Write them like you would write a, a-, a good character. Right.
0: And I think that is—I I- think—and that's something I often get in trouble for. But I think that regardless of your motivations— whatever you're doing let's take college humor for example okay college humor used to make some what content people would call problematic right um but it was funny first and then it would be problematic second very rarely was their motive to push problematic stuff and then they would push stuff that was uh for the longest time uh, adam ruins everything perfect example uh, adam conover almost all the work he did at college humor did exactly this it was funny first but then it had an agenda second. Sometimes it was social justice, sometimes it was whatever. And I, don't, I never mind that. I love a social justice message, but I do like comedy, so that's why I was watching college humor, not college progressive, right? Um, and so then Adam Conover and all of those, Mike Trapp and all those really great people left college humor, and then the agenda was progression first, comedy second. Either that or they were so bad at comedy that that wasn't the case and it was impossible to tell. But the, what they were doing was progressive, but not funny, it's got to be funny. I'm tuning into college humor. If I'm playing a video game, I don't, I don't mind a progressive message. I want a progressive message. Put progressive messages in your video game. Female antagonists, whatever. I don't. That's all great. Female protagonist, antagonist. Make the entire game entirely female. Put women in World War II. I don't care. I don't care. Just make a really good video game and write the characters really, really well. And if it's comedy, make it funny first. And if it's all of those other things, and then you're delivering a package, you know, Through that, why not? Why wouldn't I enjoy it? I I always feel like you got to do it well first. And if you don't do it well first, why are you doing it?
1: Sure. I mean, it sounds like what you're saying is it boils down to, like, you should make good content. That's what's important is making good content. Yeah. And the idea that your content is, I don't know, artificially better because it has one message or another, that doesn't really hold water. Your content has to be good. So I, I have a question about New Dawn then. Yeah. Uh, about the the antagonists, uh, is it is it relevant that they are female? Is their race relevant, or are they they just happen to be that?
0: No, it, I think it was a marketing thing by Ubisoft. Uh, Ubisoft, I think it's Montreal that's publishing this one. Um, I, I think it was well. Let's here's something we've never done, and it will it'll, it'll check things off. There are two female black twins. That's not something we've never done in a Far Cry game. Let's do it. Um, which is not a bad reason to do it if you are if you start and and do top down design from that. We want to do two interesting female black twins. We've never done that. Or if you have a good reason for writing that, um, it's I don't a shame that. Right, like, I don't take an issue a company with that, that at all. does something like that. It's hard not to be like,
1: is this just a marketing thing? Do you really, do you really feel this way, or are you just trying to like appeal to a crowd? Well, you take t- hard t- to know either way. Right, you take t- you- they're not well written. It feels like it's more of a market tested thing than you actually gave a shit and you actually want to push a
0: message okay we'll take gillette for example like let's talk about wokonomics a little bit here i'm all for wokonomics. i'm all for using your platform at gillette pizza hut mcdonald's whoever to deliver a message you are proud to deliver i don't mind that why would i mind that right if me undies wants to be body positive that's great if gillette wants to be pro-feminist that's great It's, it's your platform it's your product That's fine, but to do it for marketing purposes is a little disingenuous, and so it feels manipulative, right? right? It feels exploitative. So Gillette has a new ad out, and I know that I'm being manipulated because I'm talking about it on a podcast that thousands of people are going to listen to. But it's heroes' sweat, and it's got like this army vet, and he's like a big, strong man, and it's like he's very masculine, and everything he does in the video is very masculine, and it's the follow up on the you know previous Gillette ad and it's a one two punch right they're trying to appeal to every consumer they're trying to appeal to the the very strong men heroes right they're also trying to appeal to the the people who who hate on those types of men that seems disingenuous it seems like a big marketing ploy at that point why are you trying to market towards both demographics well it's cuz you want to sell razors i get that but you should pick you should pick like a you should pick like and that's coming from me someone who's who's made fun of constantly for supposedly being centrist but you're playing. You're trying to play both fields there, and it just seems like crazy. You know, I, I, I. I and to that point, it seems disingenuous when these companies do something. Pepsi, Kylie Jenner. When you do this stuff, and it seems just disingenuous to sell your your diabetes giving sugar water. Fuck you, right? Fuck you, Pepsi. Fuck you. You disingenuous pieces of shit. This video not sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> Nor will this well, channel. If you want to give us a call, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had a Pepsi can to drink right now, as a, <laughs> you know, as a joke. I, said, I wish I had one. I day would day. never ever buy Pepsi, not because I hate their brand. Just Pepsi's gross. Yeah, I just Why would I ever Pepsi. spend money on Pepsi?
0: Yeah. So I played a new game this week, and it's on the Nintendo Switch. I think it's on PC. I don't know where else it is. It's called hmm. Moonlighter. Oh, yeah, I saw that on Steam for a while. Now, there's a game I played back in 2006, 2007, I think. It was a really long time ago. It was a Japanese imported game that got brought over to Steam where you basically went into dungeons, got items, and then came and sold them in your shop. And that's what this game is. It's a modern-day version of that. Um, It's an indie game. It sells for like 20 25 bucks, if I remember correctly. I don't remember what I paid for it uh, because I just like that game mechanics. And it's so well done. The combat feels good. It felt a little clunky at first. Now it feels really good now that I've gotten used to it. Um, The merchanting part is a little boring, so if you don't like that, you might not like this. But it's fairly robust and fairly deep. And uh, you're developing the town, and you're developing your shop, and you're developing your gear, and you're developing the stuff, and you're unlocking the new dungeons, and every time you go to the dungeon, it's different, so it's got a roguelite, a roguelike aspect to it. And oh my... God, is it my favorite game right now? And I highly <laughs> recommend it. If you, it, it, it looks like Zelda kind of gameplay, except really not every mechanic, but some of it. You know, there's some health potions, and there's a sword and board, and the the, the square-shaped rooms, you know, binding of Isaac style. Um, wow. Is
1: it like, a, like an RPG type of thing, where every time you go back in, you're stronger because you've managed to sell mm-hmm. more loot?
0: So there doesn't seem to be a skill system. It's going to be that you're upgrading your gear that levels you up, and I think you're also unlocking okay. perks by developing the town. Um, But I've only unliked, unliked a couple of characters so far. So I'm only two or three hours in. But I do think I'm going to grind away this game. And in fact, I, since there's like a calendar and the game starts on January 1st, I was so frustrated that I'd only done so little by January the 20th. I went ahead and started a new game today. So I've started over. Um, Is there uh, like uh, any microtransactions in Moonlighters? Nope. Or- it's a complete video game just right off the bat. No DLC. Maybe there'll be an expansion one day How and i buy it. And that's the thing, I know a lot of my fans say, I don't like indie games, I like AAA games and stuff like that, but here's the thing, AAA games are getting too expensive, because you're paying 60 bucks to buy in, and then 30 dollars for the season pass, and 20 more dollars for the DLC, and then 10 more dollars in record (laughs) transactions, and, oh yeah, 50 dollars, 60 dollar DLC, I guarantee, the next Live
1: 6 has 93 dollars season pass, of course they do, because that's what they do,
0: I can't believe, that's gotta be the record now, right?
1: I think so. Ninety three. What, what is... a weird fucking number.
0: Are they finally putting the boost back for a in Hondo
1: it? No, at that point, go for ninety nine.
0: Well, ninety three <laughs> does feel a lot less like ninety nine, and they're only losing six bucks, right? Well, that's because it is. Right. <laughs> but not a lot less, just a minor amount, right? Six dollars less. Yeah. I didn't mean to distract from. No, I'm so glad like you did. It. Uh, I I have to look this up. What do you know about this already? Because I'm looking it up now. Uh, I just was reading. Oh I, my god. I, I read. I read. Oh my God. This is okay. Number one, this is a really cute wedding dress she's wearing, so that's cool. There's like <laughs> wedding dresses and stuff. Um there's an update plan. Season pass one, three slash one, uh, Nico bonus costumes, Naio bonus costumes, night Uh March also gets you the happy wedding costume set one and two. Uh new entry victory scenes. In April, you get new entry victory scenes and new costume set volume one. In May, you get new costume set volume two. Now, here's the thing. If you know DOA's history, this is what they tend to do. They sell you, the, they sell you the, like a full version of the game and then add a bunch of DLC outfits that you're not expected to purchase all at once. You're supposed to purchase, oh, I like this bathing suit. I like this bikini thing. And that's right. something a lot of their fans love to do. I, it's weird to see them sell it all at once, but I do know towards the end of DOA5, DOA5's life cycle, they were selling chunks as like $50, 100 bucks for the, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's weird to see them pre-order that, let you pre-order that.
1: Yeah, so from what I was reading, I could be wrong about this, the season pass includes uh, just a whole bunch of costumes for everybody that come out every month or so, and right. then uh two characters two just two and then the costumes for, for a whole characters. season how long is a season is a season a year is the season three? the season pass is typically one year's worth of content that's a dumb name then it is a bad name i don't know why it's not a season pass a season is you know collection of months i'm shocked by this well i mean a year's a collection of months yeah, but it's too many. It's too big of a collection. Time is a construct!
0: Dead or Alive 5 has over $1,000 yes. worth of DLC alone.
1: Yeah. But they don't, RPG I mean like... RPG Maker MV had like 2800 That's different though. That's a different thing. I feel I like mean, this it's different. A different game. It's way more robust than Dead or Alive. <laughs> way, way more. I, way. D- I mean, here's the thing. You can have full-on tits in RPG Maker. If you're, you know, dedicated enough to the right, art. Right, yeah. And you, you, I mean, you know, you can have most of the tit.
0: Okay, but Train Simulator has the most DLC of any yes. video game ever, and how do you get tits in that? Yeah, can you get tits on the train? Modding. You can just oh, have yeah. a
1: train that's just one long tit. Yeah, one long tit. With I'm- a nipple in the front. Oh, man, you remember that guy who was asking us about uh, what he should build for his, like, model train oh yeah we should have yeah. gone with one long tit
0: yeah make your train of one long tit one, one long, long tit, tit. Mm. i'm trying to see what the total are the stream eight <laughs> thousand seven hundred and seven dollars worth of dlc for train simulator 2019 yeah but the thing about those
1: games right like it's it's hilarious that there's that much there you don't buy all of it only very specific people buy all of it. You buy the train that you want. You buy the bikini that you want. That yeah. that's that's why this season pass stuck out to me. Yeah, it's pretty because wild because it's all that's, of it. That's it's yeah. It's give us ninety three dollars for all of those costumes. Yeah, and it, and it lists what costumes you get. So if they make other costumes outside of that content,
0: you have to yeah. buy that stuff too. Pre ordering. Reorder it now and also the game might be good. We'll find out.
1: I guess. I think the game is, is fine. I've looked at reviews and stuff. I mean it's out, right? It came out today. Oh, did it? Wait, oh. are we talking about dead or alive or train simulator? Both. Oh. Dead or alive train simulator. Can we get a crossover? Dead or for alive that? colon trains. Like uh, like Poyo Poyo Tetris, but Dead yeah. or Alive Train Simulator. It's at yeah,
0: s- it's at seventy six percent, which means it's doing better than Anthem. Well, listen. Well. So Maybe look, uh, not doing so hot. So look, we we uh, several of several of several of us have played Anthem now.
1: I've right? played Anthem.
0: Okay, so tell me if I'm wrong with what I say here. I okay. see the appeal. Like with another year of adding content, another year of cleaning up the loading systems and the inventory systems and everything else. I think that will be a, f- a fine game. It just needed more time to like. Round it off and, and round off the, the really jagged corners that make me unhappy. Um, the combat itself I found enjoyable. The the mechs I found enjoyable. And when I watch people like I watched Tally play a little bit, I watched some other people play a little bit, and I've seen the builds and the items and the stuff they're getting the legendary gear, they're getting in the way it stacks. Really interesting. That is all there. There's a really good baseline for that game. And if you love that baseline and you enjoyed that game and you purchased it and you're happy with it, I'm not going to smash your dreams. I'm just saying, boy, does it need some work. Am I wrong? I I mean, here's the, yes. Uh, No, sorry. No, you are (laughs) not
1: wrong. I, I agree with you. My main thing that I want them to work on is have me do something different. I played that game for several hours and I did a bunch of different missions. They were all exactly the same. mission. Oh, yes. What do you mean? You had to go and shoot a guy and then like you had to go and shoot a different guy. It's either go somewhere, shoot all the guys that are there and click on a thing or go somewhere and pick up little orbs of light and put them in the hole while shooting all the guys that are there or go somewhere, click on the thing and then shoot all the guys that show up when you click on the thing.
0: And then don't forget, there are three missions in which you do get to fight a boss. Which is those three missions? I enjoyed. Did you did you do all three? No, I, I have not. I, I got it, to, I fought the spider boss, um, and I did not do the other two strongholds. I've seen them done. Fighting the spider boss was super easy. It's like so my, easy. You just exploded as soon as she showed up.
1: My other main problem with the game is uh, going up to it. Everybody was like, "Oh, it really makes you feel like Iron Man. It's really cool. Flying around is super fun and really awesome." And I yeah. was like, "Okay, yeah, I can I can get into that. You can fly for thirty seconds at a time." And then you gotta go like find a waterfall or land for a while. Yeah, you can't you can't just like fly. And also, there's not really anywhere to fly to. Well, right? Yeah. Exactly. Everything oh, odd oops. decision. Everything looks the same, and it's like there's a there's a limit to how high I can fly. I can't. There's a bunch of like mountains all over the place. Like yep. basically everything is like a series of canyons or whatever. I can't like fly up and over to the other to the next canyon right. over or whatever. I just fly in the canyon I'm in, and I could just be, like, running on the ground really fast.
0: I mean, absolutely. Spider-Man does not need a waterfall (laughs) to be near. You know, it doesn't need to be near a a lake. But I will say— You're going to push
1: your game's design by, like, how fun the movement is. Hey, we give you this this jetpack, this thing. Why would you limit it so severely? Right. If that's what—like, how does the game benefit from you only getting to fly for 30 seconds? Right.
0: And the the other thing is, like, the Vistas— uh, I guess that's a the word. Vistas. I, that's a word, Young Ye. Uh, young Ye uses a, give all the time. Me, give me a but like, the, vistas give the vistas were were beautiful. There's so so few. Like the dungeons pretty much look the same, and then the outside pretty much looks the same. And there's not a lot of variety. There's like a little deserty area, and then there's a little bit of watery areas, and then it just kind of it all just kind of really looks the same. Now the good news is the way this game is designed, the lore of this game, this is a world unfinished. To go along with the game that's unfinished, I guess, but the world unfinished, and the world will change with big, big patches, right? So maybe one day the the center of the map, which you're used to being just kind of boring there, a volcano is going to show up there, and a bunch of fire monsters are going to leap up out of that thing because the anthem of creation got ramped up in that area. And so yep. the, the, there's so much promise. There's this, so much promise, and it really should have been released six months, a year from now.
1: Isn't bad but it's not good either it like could be really good yeah. i had some game breaking bugs that really really put me off i had uh, real issues with that kind of stuff and then whenever i did finally get the game like working and going i was just like i just wish you had more just like a little bit more a little bit of variety in your enemy types or your mission types or
0: environment right. And the problem that the the thing that they decided to repeat over and over and again was not like dungeon exploration, which I would find interesting with many bosses and stuff like that. It's some of the worst mechanics you'll find in these types of games. Uh, Go here, fight all the guys and click on the thing. Okay, that's not particularly interesting. Go to this thing and guard a circle. I don't want to stand in a freaking circle. Why? Not okay? in a
1: game where uh, a big like proponent of their gameplay is right. the movement and how and fun it
0: is. Go here and collect the orbs and shove them in the hole. Uh, okay, again, that once is enough. Once is enough. Dungeon exploration. Fighting bosses. Fighting mini-bosses. This is fun. That's what I liked about Destiny. That's what I like about these other games. It's... And they, they, they just decided, I mean, at this point, just put some That's escort crazy, quests in there. Right? Just put some escort quests in there and just make it the worst game mechanics that you could ever think of.
1: But it feels lazy. If, if you're going to make a game around dungeon exploration, then you either have to procedurally generate a dungeon, which is complicated, or you have to, like, handcraft a bunch of different dungeons to give the player an interesting and different experience. Right. It's very easy to repeat go stand in the circle content because you just write that code once and you just slap it on any place in the world you want to. Yep, and The other thing that I was not a huge fan of, and I think this will ever change, uh, is being in that city, uh, Fort Tarsis. Um, I hated moving around in it. I hated, like, interacting with all the characters. It just feels slow and sluggish. Yep. And then, like, whenever I want to, like, leave to go on a mission, I have to, like, wait for my... Mech to turn around and then the animation of me getting in it. And I get that, like, that's probably maybe there's a loading screen hit behind it or something like that. I that's what I thought initially, and then it loaded for 45 seconds, a minute and a half. I have it installed on an SSD, like, yeah,
0: me too. Yeah,
1: it's crazy how long the load times are. I can't imagine what they're like on a console. Yeah, I mean, like, like playing Morrowind on the the original Xbox. Oh my
0: god, And so, even if there is somebody says in chat, um. Even if there is a good uh, story in in that game, due to the loading screens, due to the stilted voice acting, due to the weird animations, and due to the empty dead city and the fact that I can't run around that city... It, it's not. It's not a good way to tell it. It's there's not a good way to tell it's the buried game thing. right. It's buried right? under it, a slogging
1: gameplay that is not
0: fun. Right. And so, like I know, I do know the guys over there. At Bioware do know I exist. I, I'm sure they've seen some of the videos I've made. And I hate crapping on their game, but you know, you got to uh, when they make mistakes. And again, like I'm saying, it's it's so recoverable. And I hope EA lets them recover it. I hope they don't shut down Bioware. They have said I made a video saying I was worried about Bioware. it Showed why I was worried about Bioware. The folks over at Bioware are continuing to say, don't be worried we're going to be fine more people are playing anthem than you think but that's what EA would let you think of until they close you So, <laughs> that, you know like I, that, I,
1: think, I think if this game spends a year doing the live service thing then it'll be a pretty good game I think in a year like I, I will like this game because I don't hate it like playing it there are like a, a number of things that bother me but I could see myself liking what this game wants me to do Yep. Do you think it will get a year in the oven? I mean, because uh, there's already talk of like Fallout 76 is not going to even get the time post release to I mean, they just, the game that they wanted it to be. To, I mean, they did just release their their year long roadmap to like, I think in the last couple of days they released what they're going to do all year for DLC. Now, none of yeah, it sounds and, exciting and or people good. Read it. it doesn't sound exciting or good, but I mean, they banned the last guy who liked that game. <laughs> He had two accounts, and uh, there was, those are the last two players. <laughs> Some of them got banned.
0: Man, yeah, somebody said on, on Reddit today, there was a meme going around that the last person playing Fallout 76 is glad to finally get the single-player experience he was hoping for. <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's that's pretty much it. Uh,
1: I'm sure that a lot of people are playing Anthem because I could see how somebody would have fun playing that game, getting to the end game, finding cool legendaries. There are better other games that I would prefer to do that in, but that's not necessarily true for everybody. I can see how somebody would like
0: this game. So Absolutely. if they
1: tell me a lot of people are playing it and they've dumped this amount of money into it already, I can't imagine they'll just like cut and run now, right? Mm-hmm. They will give it time. They'll do their live service thing. Right. They'll build it up and maybe they'll build it in ways that are good. Yeah. I,
0: I mean, right now, taking a look, um, I'm trying to find Anthem. Currently, most watched game on Twitch is League of Legends, followed by Overwatch, and those, uh, there are events going on today. Oh, Apex oh, Legends okay. over like, oh, Fortnite. Wow, really? Just chatting, Dota 2, Counter-Strike, RuneScape, World of Warcraft, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, I think there's an event going on for that day as well. Um, I'm not seeing it in the first two rows... Three rows? Three rows uh, three rows down is the division two, but that's in beta, so it's hard to say. Four rows down is Anthem. It's currently being beaten out in viewership, uh, and people playing it ship by ooh, Destiny two. <laughs> Forsaken. Civ 6 and also Pokemon Let's Go are more popular. Heroes of the Storm is currently more popular. Anthem only has 4.6. Heroes of the Storm, of excuse me. Heroes
1: of the Storm? Which oh, is an officially game.
0: dead game, yeah. That's a game that I still play. Hold on, and nobody is there like
1: knows? An, an event going on for HOTS or something? Uh, no, they the, canceled them all.
0: Yeah, currently, <laughs> I guess... The TSPA Collegiate Series is happening oh, today. Okay,
1: God. Yes. I mean, they canceled their all of their own things, but right. they didn't right. stop other people from hosting. Tournament. Man, okay. The Division Two is also dead games,
0: just below Heroes of the Storm, and barely beating out Art. Yeah, so. Division
1: Two. Like I'm willing to give that a pass because it's it's not out yet, and right. some people are just not that interested in watching a beta or maybe watching the same beta footage that's already you know been played now for an entire weekend because it's yeah, not right. like anybody has new content for it. I played a game of Heroes of the Storm on Saturday during, like, what I assumed to be peak hours. You scraped together nine of your other friends. My queue time was 999 seconds. That was my estimated weight. I don't think it goes higher. Nope. (laughs) I think it capped out on digits.
0: The game was like, eventually, I guess, whatever. Why? Uh,
1: That was my fucking queue. So, I mean, I just stopped playing. Yeah, because that's what happens to everybody, right? They log in one time, and if 10 people don't do this all at the same time, then their queue time is is infinite, theoretically. And they just say, all right, I guess nobody plays this game anymore, and then leave, and then the game dies. There was a post on the Heroes of the Storm subreddit by a guy who has Grandmaster who was like, hey, uh, it's been two weeks, and I have to play a game, or I will decay in rank. Could somebody please get on (laughs) so I have somebody to queue again? Oh, that's great. That sucks, man. Oh, shit. People are decaying because so they can't get games. I'm going to have to wow. go back and play League of Legends. What am I doing with my no, life?
0: Uninstall no, it. Do not Play do Apex it. Legends. Apex Legends is great, even though they're, they're having totally some hacker issues.
1: We did not play, play some Apex thing. Legends. I love it's that not game. Thing. I, as somebody who's like, hey, I don't really like Shooting Man games, I had fun playing Apex Legends.
0: Yeah, I, I love Apex Legends. Like,
1: I got to have a grappling hook and fly around the map, and the guns felt pretty
0: fun. Hey, Somebody in chat asks, and I do want to get your all's impression as Pokemon fans. Um, I'm a Pokemon fan. What did you think about the Sword and Board? I don't, it's Sword and Shield. I know, I'm calling it Sword and Board. F off. Uh, sword, what do you think about the Pokemon Sword and Shield trailer? I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. It looks cool. I'm always
1: excited for new Pokemon. It was,
0: it was really weird watching the community. Because when Pokemon Let's Go shows up, everybody's like, oh my god, I hate that you can see the Pokemon on the map. I hate that you capture them without battling them. I hate this, right? And then they show a Sword and Shield, and they're like, they didn't innovate on the formula at all. And it's because the last time you innovated on the formula, you got Everyone mad. I got mad! Innovate now, that's the thing. It's a schizophrenic community made up of a bunch of different people. Some people like yeah. the Pokemon Go so some, some people didn't. So I get it. I understand. I get that there's, You know, th- those people are being loud now. The people who like the traditional stuff are, uh, are being quiet because they like the traditional stuff. It's the people who don't who are being loud. But it's just so fascinating because I can't imagine what it would have to be like to be a game, game freak and, and to make these games and have people just I- never satisfied.
1: I mean, most of I think that most of these these companies have come to understand that it is literally impossible to please every person on the Internet. And so they just turn a blind eye. They just say like, oh, this group of people doesn't like it. That yeah. means there's probably a group out there that isn't saying anything that likes it or is neutral on it and that's enough for us. Yep.
0: And let's just hope they buy it and they're going to 10 million copies sold. I'm going to I'm so. going to
1: buy both copies yeah, and then me too. If they make a th- if they make a, a third one, a Pokemon gun, I'll buy that one too. Which do you plan to play first of the two? Uh I'm going to play Sword first.
0: Yeah, so just I don't know I don't know what the perks are. What are you going to play Ellis? Shield yeah, I'm playing Shield. I'm excited for Shield because I always like to play tanks in games. So I'd like to get a tanky legendary Pokemon. You
1: know? Oh yeah, we don't know what the legendaries look like. Oh, that, yeah. That's that's a good point.
0: Yeah, we don't know. I what I just be. I'm
1: disappointed in the starters, and I can see that they're they're a little uninspired. I love they the
0: starters. Inspired. Oh, the little water dude think, is so cute. Yeah, I really like the water. is a little Grookey's a
1: little uninspired, but Scorbunny Bunny and and um, uh, Sobble Sobble is the water starter. Sobble, Those are yeah, Sobble's yeah, because
0: Sobble's great. a tadpole kind of thing, and then Score Bunny's clearly is a what? it's a water lizard yeah okay did right. you see did we you already see, got
1: polywag for tadpoles did you see the uh the uh detective pikachu ultra
0: realistic sobble no <laughs> it'll
1: make you it'll make you not like sobble <laughs> oh no
0: god i kind of oh god i'm so i love sobble so much but i don't know how people are not looking at grookey and just like this is the best monkey pokemon we've ever got he's so really cool. i yeah, don't I think it's him. the best
1: monkey pokemon we've ever got who's the
0: best bo- monkey pokemon
1: I mean, primate probably.
0: No, but he's so bad. He's just literally a furball. Is yeah, he's a he's a furball that karate chops you. Yeah. Is Machoke a monkey.
1: No, I think he's a human.
0: The good news is,
1: hang on, he can't be a human. He's a Pokemon. That's I not think allowed. He's very Machoke is like pretty humanoid. Yeah, in he's a, humanoid. in a way that makes me a little uncomfortable.
0: Well, there's a know? lot of there's a lot of characters that are Pokemon that are based on real life humans. Um, for example, the, uh, the 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 Pokemon that takes place in New York, um, there's literally just gang members. These are these. I forget what they're called, but they're supposed to be gang members. And also from the oh, new, you mean the, Scraggy. Yeah, Scraggy. He's basically just gang yeah. Members. They have
1: like sagging pants. Yeah,
0: and then <laughs> and then there's um there's literal an, an actual trash bag because and there's yeah. construction workers from Garband that one Dore. too. Gar, yeah, there's garbage Who's the construction worker guy?
1: I love uh, that one. Shoot, Constructo Mon. I,
0: can't, I can't remember Constructo what they Constructo Man. Yeah.
1: But the, I know what I know what you're talking about because he carries like a big. Like I a beam. steel beam Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's the originals uh, Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan, which are based off of Bruce Lee and Jack Chan.
0: Right. Yeah. And then Machamp, they're not
1: super humanoid, though.
0: But Machamp is definitely I mean, they're a lot more creepily, creepily humanoid.
1: <laughs> well, OK, but Butterfree's not based on a butterfly person, but if he's based on a butterfly, you, you
0: don't that. know that he he <laughs> yeah, might be point. placed on a butterfly person that they only they have ever met.
1: Fair point.
0: Okay. Don't believe actually, don't don't believe what they're telling you. We have con- made contact with intergalactic interdimensional aliens. Do you I understand that? And butterfly people. And they're butterfly people. Now if you don't go to my website and buy my penis pills and my my water purifiers, then there's no way these interdimensional aliens will let you play the new Pokemon game.
1: Well, I mean, I got to play the new Pokemon game. So
0: I I actually Looked I have
1: I have a, it's a bit early in the show to, to transition to questions, but I have a question related to this. Oh, this is great. Oh, Give nice. me one. Lay on. uh, this is from Michael uh, on Twitch, known as Stevensville Gamers. Uh, wants to know, wants us to come up with a weird Pokemon that they're going to draw. A weird they're, Pokemon? Yeah, a weird Pokemon. Like they're going to draw a Pokemon? it. Yeah, we, we got to design a Pokemon, an OC Pokemon. I want you to make the three of us into Pokemon. I think that's what I was gonna say! Oh, sorry, I said it first, now you're a copycat. Yeah. fuck. the copycat we were, Pokemon. We were gonna work. There already is a copycat Pokemon. We were gonna work together.
0: This is how- nar- On it. was is is a collaboration. This is how narcissistic I am. I forgot you guys too, you got two guys existed, and I wanted to have a neckbeard Pokemon
1: okay well, well
0: no no this is fine
1: right? ours because can be a neckbeard pokemon yeah, right. yours
0: can be the neckbeard right that's what i'm saying so now we're just gonna get the one i wanted but i could have easily gone well, to bat for youtube but i'm like fuck them they don't deserve Pokemons. they're gonna say <laughs> something stupid like dildo chon or something you no know, we weren't we were gonna combine all three of us together
1: into one pokemon Well, there you oh, go wait hang on whoa that is what not, that was not my intention what? what is this like cronenberg shit you're going on about <laughs> I was yeah, what like a Cronenberg? I weird. just meant individually, like yeah, make a Jacob Pokemon, a Boogie Pokemon, and an Ellis Pokemon.
0: I no, call no, water type no, 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 no,
1: no. fucking Akira style us into yes. one amalgamation. Yeah. Yes, that's and I'm what I'm I'm
0: clearly the body, and you two are growing out of my folds. Clearly, yes, yes. I'll be the head. Jacob's the oh
1: the... god. No, no, no. I, I, I'm the two legs coming off of uh, off of the back of Boogie and Ellis. You're the you're like uh total recall style oh yeah chest. make, me a, make me a out quato is that quato? quato right yeah make me make me that give me that i'm just coming out of boogie's chest and then it's Got like reactive. coin next
0: just call it like like N- <laughs> nexon beardson nice. nexon beardson okay so provided that provided it can't be that you have to actually come up with a new pokemon animal based or Creature based I feel like or person based? we just come
1: up with like several different new Pokemon. I
0: have one. I want. I want. I want a hater based Pokemon. Okay. Okay. A, a person who finds something he does not like on the internet, a creator or a person or a thing or a song, and rather than doing something, this what this Pokemon should do, which is just go on about their lives. Not. Hey, I don't like that thing. I'm going to go find things I do like. Instead, this is the Pokemon that stays up all night screaming into their cell phones. About how much they don't like that thing they found, and that's its- spe- okay. that's his power, so it's probably got a bunch of screech based abilities, yeah yeah, uh, and it's uh and and they're complete. they're all ineffective, whatever his type is every the every attack is ineffective, no matter what it attacks 'cause he literally he never works on himself, he just tries to tear down other things and fails so that's that's my pokemon
1: we have like a there's like a key ring pokemon and a desk van and some other stuff, yeah right. Is Klefki, there a cell phone Rotom phone yet? Well, so I think Rotom is the like electric ghost Pokemon that just inhabits like uh, appliances and electronics. Hmm. So like there there isn't a specifically cell phone Pokemon, but Rotom kind of like is a little bit already. That doesn't right, mean you can't case, I make a cell phone. A, I want Yizor, and Yizor okay. uh, is the Yeezy's Pokemon. Nice like nice he's
0: extremely expensive and he falls apart very quickly oh nice and he wears a red hat for some reason <laughs> i uh <laughs> inexplicably <laughs> loves to wear that red hat it's, it's unclear why unclear it's as unclear to why. what his motives are. just yeah. red. i
1: uh i want a hat-based pokemon oh okay so you, so you have this pokemon okay and uh throughout the world you find various kinds of hats and you put the hats on the Pokemon and it changes their type and what oh. they have. I was thinking like an Eevee that can evolve into like baseball cap or a wide brimmed hat or a. No, stud. no, no, it, it itself. It basically just looks like a like a little machoke or something or a, a likes to wear hats. Machop.
0: He just likes to wear hats and oh. the hats
1: affect what moves that it knows.
0: OK, so it's kind of like cosplay Pikachu.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah but make that a mechanic. Yes, absolutely. But what and if it's... the best hat is, you know, something distasteful? Well, I mean, you could just not have that be that. <laughs> I'm just saying like what what are you going to What if have... what if he what if he steals uh, what was your Pokémon's name? Yizor?
0: Yeah, Yizor.
1: Uh, Yizor. What he yeah. just steals Yizor's hat and uh he gets an attack that builds a wall. <laughs> He gets barrier, right? <laughs> it he gets barrier. barrier.
0: Yeah, I was thinking. Somebody in the chat said my Pokemon's first attack should just be called REE <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Um, uh, so
1: Boogie, good you... question. I enjoyed that. You you said you were uh, you were gone. That's why we didn't
0: have a, a oh, podcast
1: yeah. last oh, week. Yeah, yeah. Do
0: you want to talk about where you were at? Yeah. I Or is it it's a not secret? 100%? I went to SoCal Retro Gaming Con, which is a fairly smallish con with about 4,000 people. Um... And I met the coordinator by the name of Brooke. She's amazing. I had so much fun. I went out drinking with the angry video game nerd. That was wild. And I watched them do the DOS boot challenge. And the nerd can put down beer, boys. I've never wow. seen him like it. He's like Robbie on a good night. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> he just like he was pounding it. That you guys aren't not going to get that a reference. Home. Yeah, that was evil. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he. But it was it was pretty cool. It was a really crowded German bar, and they had a pretzel the size of your head and it came out like covered in sandwich meats and like all kinds of wiener schitzels and stuff. And they ordered one. I ordered one for the table and I managed to not even eat any of my pretzels. I was really proud I got the salmon instead. Um but it looked delicious. I had a couple of bites of the the sandwich meat though. But um I had so much fun, and I met some new people and made some new friends, and just, oh my God, it was just a great time. And Ooh. I've been back since I got home. I've been in such a good mood. Uh, I went down to the uh, Santa Monica Pier with my friend Adam the Woo. You can check out his channel. There's a video of us at the pier and at the con, um, and I got to ride the Ferris wheel there with him. It was super romantic, and I think that's technically our second date, so the next date that me and Adam go on, he's going to have to put out. Uh, he's not homosexual, and I guess neither am I, really. But if you think about it, it could happen.
1: <laughs> I it guess. still could happen. It doesn't,
0: it doesn't matter at that point. I'm not you know, like, on
1: three dates whether you're homosexual it. or not. One of you's got to put out.
0: And I ate at uh, my, for my first time ever. I ate at Bubba Gump's Shrimp and Company. Oh
1: okay. yeah, and how, how was, it was
0: that? It was pretty damn good. Everything we had Bubba was good. Or the shrimp? I got I got just some like shrimp. I got some fried shrimp and some, like a variety New shrimp gumbo. platter, and it was good. I did not get the gumbo unfortunately and adam had um i think the ultimate feast it was massive it was like a little of everything ultimate feast yeah it was good man it was i had a really good trip i i've decided that i'm going to start taking more trips so even though i don't have a convention currently planned in march or april i'm just going somewhere i don't know where
1: this is a convention at my house boogie you're welcome to come
0: really yeah, I, I
1: mean uh it's like you're invited
0: okay who else is speaking
1: Well, um, I'll be doing interviews. The only person I've been able to line up, and he hasn't said yes yet, is uh, a YouTuber named Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, but I like you that want guy. To hear him speak. He's kind of problematic. I heard he was. He um, can be, but I want to give him a chance to clear the air. That's smart. That's really smart. I really appreciate that, man. Thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. Hard pass because sure. I don't like fat people and they yeah, a lot of
1: people really want to see him I yeah, get that
0: because he's fat and he's gross and I'm takes his shirt off a lot. It's weird. Yeah, he, I heard he he makes TikToks with without a shirt on. Right. Why? He never shows nips. That's a kids app, right, or something? And why would he show that?
1: Is TikTok you, a wait? Kid hold app? on. Well, no. No, it's not. No, but, Boogie, do you show your nipples on TikTok? I haven't yet. Should I? No. No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm going to
1: leave comments making fun of your nipples.
0: Do you guys want to see my nipples now? No. No.
1: Save it for TikTok. I mean, I've seen them before. Save it for TikTok. Save it for TikTok. (laughs)
0: TikTok exclusive
1: Boogie nips.
0: All right. Well, check out our Patreon at (laughs) patreon.com slash... (laughs) The Big Stack Podcast. Look at those nipple lewds. And if we hit this week, if we hit $200 of monthly support, I will upload to patron only my nipples. Wait,
1: hold on. I don't think you can do
0: that. You I can. don't think Twitch
1: allows you to do that. You well, can, no. I, pa- pa- Patreon is whatever. It's I think
0: whatever. I, they're male nipples. I think as long as you remember, it's female presenting nipples it's, that Twitch well, that's doesn't male like. presenting
1: nipples. That's fine. E- those could just be presenting. milk guns.
0: These are Nib- right. These are male presenting nipples. <laughs> Those are the words Twitch yeah. used. They said female presenting nipples. The Tumblr, not Tumblr Twitter. did. I don't think Twitch did. That. Oh, that was Tumblr. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tumblr, Tumblr, Tumblr. Well, they're in a whole weird.
1: Yeah. I don't even know what to make of that. They're tumbling out of control. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, Good night, guys. Have a wonderful time. We did it. Is Tumblr we... is Tumblr dead yet? I mean. I... I, don't, I didn't go there before, so I don't know. I, I had no metric for dead or for how weird that was. That could have just been something that they say regularly. Yeah, that's true. And this was like yeah. the first time people paid attention to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not a place I go, so I don't know. I'm not worried about it. You James, got a, Do you have any
0: other questions? Yeah, give us? me another weird question. Oh, you baby. want
1: another question? Wait, you want a weird question? You
0: want any. a series?
1: It doesn't matter, man. Okay. Whatever you All got, right. baby. Uh, so David asked us this last week, and we didn't get to it. So I definitely want to ask it this week. Uh, If you could live for a year in a video game world, which one would it be? And what character
0: would you be in it? Playboy the Mansion, Hugh Hefner, go.
1: Well, hang on. Hugh Hefner in the Playboy Mansion doesn't actually do anything. He's literally trapped in that one
0: room. Oh, I haven't played the game. Shit, that would suck. Okay, I'm the player. You're eternally stuck in one room doing
1: nothing for a year.
0: You want to be the main character? Yeah, I want to be the main character.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who, uh, admittedly, also doesn't do anything. You just walk around the mansion. Oh, I mean, that seems like probably what there is to do there, mostly. Well,
0: but the sex was the thing. That's like 80% of what you could do there, I think. But we wanted to have the sex in the the thing. I'm sorry. You're playing the wrong game for that. If you want to
1: have the sex, you gotta gotta somehow survive in the fucking Witcher universe. Good luck.
0: Oh, God, no, thank you. It's not worth the sex. I guess you get to be whatever
1: character you want. So you could just, like, be you know somebody who could do that like gerald or whatever but being gerald sounds boring as is fun. that the
0: answer do you want to be in the witcher universe where do you want to be No, Alice?
1: absolutely not i want to be in the pokemon universe that's what i was gonna pick. pick all of all of my like headcanon mysteries about how the hell that thing functions <laughs> i honestly i don't, I almost don't care what character i am as long as i'm not a gym leader because then again i'm i'm also like tied to one place forever then
0: you're an oddish there. fuck you so, well, no, no, no. But he gets to oh, pick a person. <laughs> we said he didn't care. So now you're an Oddish.
1: Oh, fair enough. You're an Oddish. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. it's decided. Right, I'm an Oddish now. Fine, since I can't pick Pokemon because Ellis already picked it. I'll oh, pick. Sorry, Jacob. Yo? You don't want to be copycat Pokemon, Jacob. I'm going to pick Yokai Watch. That's just Pokemon. No, it's not. Ghosts. That's Ghostmon. Legally different. Legally different. <laughs> what about Digimon, though? Nah, nobody likes Digimon. Uh, man, I don't monster even. Monster Rancher, I don't understand. I like Monster Rancher. Monster Rancher was actually pretty rad. Yeah. Uh, honestly, the Monster Hunter universe—if I got to be one of those incredibly fit, you know, monster hunters—that would actually be pretty rad. I it, don't want to do that, like as Ellis. But uh, if I just get to be, you know, one of those characters who can already who can... fight shit. Can't carry pretty that fun. gigantic hammer and flip through the yeah. air with it. So I, I changed my answer to that. That's the world that I
0: want to live in. I, cool. honestly, I changed my answer they to have amazing food. I changed my answer to Pokemon. I think, yeah. I think I'm think i changing my answer because it's not fair for it just to be about freaky sex, right? I mean, um,
1: you'd have it be yeah, you yeah, want to be whatever you want. It's up to you, man. I your
0: think humanity. I would like to either go into the World of Warcraft or the EverQuest universe, provided I can't die. You know, like I, I you know, um, and I would like I to, mean,
1: you can die.
0: And I would like to be Thrall in the World of Warcraft universe, so I could bang Jaina. Oh my god, that girl's hot! Do you want to be like big Thrall or
1: old model Thrall? <laughs> I was gonna ask because they made Thrall significantly bigger. <laughs> thrall's like throughout the course of that game.
0: Yeah, like, right. if, if
1: everyone else's average height, Thrall's like fifteen feet tall. Yeah, yeah.
0: I want to be big Thrall. Big I mean, they thrall. just did that with all of the story
1: characters is they updated all of their models to be bigger Lange. than the rest of their species. But that means Jane is larger, order. right? Yeah, I think so. Good. The the closer to being a main character you are, the bigger your model gets. That's how it works, right? That's how That's it like, is in real data, life. like a huge racist asshole now? Isn't that what happened?
0: Who's Everybody's a huge racist asshole, according to the internet. <laughs> Who's oh, a huge racist asshole now, though? Jaina? Jaina.
1: is jaina not because she used to be like uh all up on the orc side and she was like yeah no we just we got to get along stop being so racist right. to everybody that's when I, I liked her shit happened and now she's not that way anymore and she's like yeah fuck the
0: here's here's the thing build a wall like no oh, f- no offense it's not about the race of the orcs it's their fucking actions at this point fuck the horde fuck the entire horde Destroy the horde. The horde. I know there's a lot of horde. I'm cutting players who are gonna this get out of the podcast, me, okay? guys. No, don't this worry. Stays in. These hordes, sons <sighs> of bitches, okay? This was our planet. We were here happy and fine. And those orcs are actual space alien invaders who came here to wipe us out and take our planet until they destroyed it like they did our planet and then move on to the next one, okay? They're an actual disease. Okay. Yeah, and well, Ellis,
1: you know that whenever they send the orcs over, they're not sending their, like, best and their brightest orc. Didn't, I mean, didn't the humans in the world also, like, fuck up the dwarves?
0: No, they were friendly with the dwarves. Even the taurins and the humans were getting along to some extent. And but then the, the y- trolls
1: were there before anybody, and they're part of the Horde. They're the oldest race on Azeroth. They're older than the dwarves.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure until the orcs showed up, things didn't go completely to shit. Because the game is called Orcs vs. Humans, not Trolls versus Humans, not Trolls versus Orcs. But
1: Trolls are just part of the, they're part of the Horde.
0: Well, the they be. Were they already should be. They should join our side. I know we were getting along with the Tauren. The Tauren the, were peaceful. The goblins were already there.
1: The Tauren were peaceful. Yeah. The first, like, mission in Warcraft 3 is you going and... They're not and, peaceful anymore once those Orcs got to them. Because humans are, are running them off of their land. They're literally Native Americans being run off of their land by the white humans. That's no. the first fucking
0: mission. Well, Manifest Destiny, I guess. <laughs> oh does does Azeroth have Manifest Destiny? I guess so. Couldn't guess, that just as easily then be applied to so. the orcs? Oh my god, I just realized World of Warcraft is an SJW game. <laughs> <laughs> See I mean, what I was saying? I never realized because the game itself was so good. <laughs> I didn't even realize that the, the Torrens were Native Americans I was supposed to uh, empathize with. And now I know. Wait, and really? I, you
1: never saw that? Yeah, I
0: know. They it. have totems. and Yeah, Torren like- is literally an anagram for I'm an American Indian. Please get off my land.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just like a couple of letters. <laughs>
0: You okay. thought I was gonna say nature. You thought I was gonna say nature, didn't you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. So I think I think I think we need to do another question. Uh, yeah. Let's. let's oh uh, yeah. Not end on that note. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mal wants to know, uh, what is your favorite board game? Ooh. Mal is is hooked on board games and looking for new ones. Magic Tough doesn't one. count. No, 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 no. Let's, no, let's yeah. we'll stick to like tabletop games. Nothing yeah. that's collectible.
0: I yeah. wouldn't do anything collectible. Seven Wonders is probably my favorite board game I own. It's really good. Seven Wonders, if if for those listening who are interested in why I like Seven Wonders, you do want to have three or four people playing it. It can be played with up to six or seven and it's a scoring-based drafting game. So if you've ever drafted a card game like Magic the Gathering or Eternal or Hearthstone Arena or something like that, it's where you basically get a pack of cards and you choose, and then you pass the pack and get a pack from your right, and you choose again until... And the choosing in um, this game is the entire point of the game. Mm -hmm. It's... Choosing cards that are going to work well together for to total up to a final score higher than what everybody else is doing. There's no other game mechanics other than the choosing you don't, you don't and how then the cards... You don't fight
1: afterwards. Right? There's
0: no fighting, there's no card game afterwards, there's nothing. It's literally the choosing that it will directly impact your final score, and that's the entire point of the game. And it's super fun, and it plays it different every time. And I bought the iPad app um, for like six bucks or whatever, and I played like a hundred games of it in a row. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, this is uh, great. I,
1: uh, so my, fa- my favorite, absolute favorite game is Dominion. Uh, and talking about buying the app, I uh, that is a, a card drafting game. You start with a deck of cards that has nothing in it, and there are a bunch of different cards that have different effects that you can buy to add to your deck over the course of the game. Uh, they have an online client, and I paid the money to uh, to have access to that and uh, played, like, I don't know, roughly 100 games a day Jesus. for a month, I I burn, I definitely
0: burned myself out, of it mm-hmm. too. but mm-hmm. Holy like shit, it.
1: that game is.
0: It's a it's a so you, you you called it a drafting. It's more of a it's what they call a deck building game, and there's yes. plenty of them. There's like Legends and the DCI deck building game. There's a Penny Arcade one. Dominion continues to be. One of the best because it has some of the best mechanics and like fairly simplistic. Where the other games try to innovate on it a little bit, there it's pure. It's really pure, so it's a great place to start for a deck building game. It also has nine thousand expansions, so yes. you should be warned about that. They, they the- keep
1: they keep saying, "All right, this is our last expansion," and then the next year they say, "All right, here's this year's expansion. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is our last one," and they've done that for like six years in a row. Yep. Um, in an effort to pick something that is not card game related. Uh, I'm trying to think of like so there's some social games that we've really enjoyed playing like Hive Mind oh yeah very uh, good Hive Mind by Richard Garfield that game is brilliant we really enjoyed that one and uh, Codenames as well is fantastic um, and lastly if you enjoy Dungeons and Dragons but don't have a group to get together or don't have the creativity to like make a campaign or just don't want to uh, there's a game called Gloomhaven that is expensive and colossal but absolutely worth it and a blast to play it is a legacy game which basically translates to you play with the same group of people you know every week or every session and you actually change the game world and the mechanics of the game as you play it and it is persistent between play sessions it's not kind of like a oh yeah every game you know we restart kind of thing you have a character character levels up etc etc cetera. Um, it has fantastic art, and it's just an absolute blast. I would I would recommend Gloomhaven if you are in the market for a pricier option.
0: Have you guys ever played a game called Axis and Allies?
1: Yeah, yes. a long time ago.
0: So it is uh, one of those World War II or World War One simulation games, and you can take that game as serious as you want to take it. So I have a group of friends who was playing Axis and Allies, and they would meet once a week, and each week they would take Two total turns. One, as soon as they got there, then there would be a giant negotiation phase, and then when they would leave, they would do one other thing, and then if you wanted to talk to the people that were involved in that board game during the week, that was up to you, because when you showed up the next week, you were going to immediately do something new, Okay. And that's a really weird way to play Axis and Allies. They asked me if I wanted to do that, and I didn't want to play normal Axis and Allies, much less this nightmare that they had brought. So this, this, this nightmare that they had wrought upon the world, I don't know why they were doing this. And it took them a year and a half or so before it finally broke down. They didn't finish. But what did happen in that year and a half is there were several fist fights, but I got to eat so much free food. So I would just go and watch them fight each other and like play halo in the background and stuff. and then I would like eat the food that everybody brought and and then eventually like Rami would just punch Phil. It just would happen. It's just something that happened. And Phil would, like, just flip the table and they have to try to... They would take photos on digital cameras of what the board looked like in case somebody flipped something or in case somebody tried to cheat or got moved during the week. And I'm just like, this... Why? Why? That it sounds des- like a terrible way to yeah, play
1: any game.
0: It destroyed friendships. And I'll never forget, like, one night um phil you guys know my friend phil phil if you're listening sorry uh, phil is a bit of a kingmaker when he plays these games so if he can't win he's going to determine who's going to win so he had some sort of alliance and his alliance is starting to break down and he was afraid that their side wasn't going to win anyway and so he just like attacked like somebody on his own team i think or something like that or just like somebody had a, like a temporary truce with or something and i'll never forget people just yelled for an hour I just—I don't remember what they were yelling about, and I—I I was just anxious and nervous. But I was there's still plenty of Doritos left, so I, I wanted that. <laughs> just act.
1: imagining you sitting there, like,
0: yeah, just <laughs> just watching Phil throw shit. <laughs> a great, what a great way that I spent my twenties, boys.
1: I, it sounds That'll like fun. Sounds stressful, but fun. If,
0: if you want another couple of board game recommendations, I love Puerto Rico. Though once you figured it out, you figured it out, and that's tough. But Puerto Rico is really fun because, um you, there's no dice rolling, there's no RNG whatsoever, the only RNG is who gets to pick first, and whoever gets to pick first, if they pick first, and they pick the right thing, and then they do the strategy right, they are going to win, so that's a problem, um, but outside of that, RNG is, like, non-existent in that game, so there's no random number generation, there's no random chance you are going to, it's going to play out exactly the way you expect it to play out, baby. Um, now, there's a lot of choice making, and so you can't control what somebody else chooses, um, and if somebody chooses something that's not beneficial to your strategy, well, that's not RNG. That's somebody making a choice, right? Right.
1: I, uh, as far as uh, another game, I really like Terra Mystica. Uh, it's a big, complex uh, colony simulation game where everybody plays different uh uh, races of beings that have different mystical powers and they're all vying for control of the land using all of their different powers and allocating their resources properly it's a really really good and fun game sounds cool um every time i've seen you guys play that uh it takes up six tables oh yeah it's a it is a big game and it, but, i mean it's an I'm, afternoon of a game it's I'm a campaigning rip- gloomhaven and it's exactly the same it takes I mean, the space and it, it takes hours to play if, especially if you don't like know what you're doing.
0: Yep. Yeah. God, I, now I kind of want to go play some board games. I own like a thousand board games. I swear, and I just we never play them because we're always playing Magic. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have one more thing to say before we start wrapping up this podcast. I want something to tell you guys. Something. I am now one month clean of like showering for oh of Gacha games on my iPad. I oh. I have not booted up any of them. I didn't boot up Star Wars. Oh. I didn't boot up uh, Marvel Strike Force. I didn't boot up even the, the, the stupid Looney Tunes one. And what I've been doing instead, I've been playing either Eternal or World of Warcraft every night, doing my dailies. I have like 150,000 gold in World of Warcraft. I mean, in Hearthstone. And, uh, and then Eternal, I've been getting my daily packs and enjoying the new expansion. And it feels really good to play an actual strategic game where I have to think and pay attention and make choices. And, God, I forgot good mobile games exist. Once Magic the Gathering Arena is on my iPad, God help me. Because I'm already playing like 20 minutes to 30 minutes of that a day at least, sometimes an hour. I'm just done. I'm just done. I will tell you what I love about Magic the Gathering Arena and these games is I can be on the phone, like, doing a business meeting or talking to a brand or whatever and still play Magic in the background. And, like, sometimes they'll hear it and they'll like, um, are you busy? I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just, like, no, destroying the fine. guy. I'm playing Rakdos in this, uh, uh, this Cascade event. Yeah, I just, I just, I just, I just play. it. I don't the, have any decisions to make. Yeah, it's super easy. It's just play a dude and murder faces all day. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great. Um... But yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really happy about that. I'm really no, that's happy. I, absolutely. I, I hope Peter, I Jacob and I are
1: tempting you with our waifu husbando games.
0: What is his bond, his bondage? Is that what you're saying? Uh,
1: no, Hus- husbando. Hus-bondo. It's the the, it's the male version of waifu. Oh,
0: yeah. so you're not into bondage?
1: I didn't say that. There's none in the game that I have found so far. Well, you're only
0: like um, level five, Jacob. So neither of you want to tie me up. Guys, if anybody listening to the podcast right now wants to tie me up, visit our website at patreon.com slash thebigstackpodcast. You can't tie me up there, but you can donate because you like these episodes and you want to hear more of them. If you want to check out the boys, you can check them out at twitch.tv slash big underscore breakfast. Now, um... What else do we need to promote? Don't forget the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash the Big Stack Podcast. Listening to it there definitely puts a little bit of money in our pockets. So uh, if you're listening to this on the Spotify's, on the iTunes, on the SoundClouds, be sure to rate it, share it, let the world know that you liked it, uh and as always if there's a way that you can offer us feedback anywhere let us know what you liked and what you didn't like uh and we will continue i think we're going to continue maybe maybe something this week we'll be able to upload an alternative piece of content another movie review or a gaming talker or, or something like that we i think you guys did you guys enjoy doing that yeah, yeah we had fun. i i liked it i had a lot of fun yeah. you guys just it a little I'm, bit shorter you guys just like the fact that i wasn't there because you hate me says my social anxiety <laughs> um and that's okay because you know what i hate me too any closing remarks ellis
1: yeah, uh, if you liked Alita: Battle Angel, that's totally okay. Just because we didn't, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that you're you're. We're not calling you
0: dumb and bad. You're allowed to like things. We're yeah, you, allowed to like things. Yeah, we're allowed
1: you, to not like things. It's all fine. If you we're like, all
0: good. If you like Anthem, we're not here to tell you not to like Anthem. I want you to like Anthem. I want you to like things. I absolutely despise spicy food. Don't get the point. Don't understand it. Does that make you stupid? No, it doesn't. You like what you like, and you should be proud of what you like. And if you yeah, love I'm stupid something,
1: independent of liking spicy right. food, yeah.
0: yeah. If, if you that's not the reason. If you truly enjoy something, something a YouTuber, something a Twitch streamer, something a podcast says, shouldn't be able to take that away from you anyway. Am I right?
1: That's true. Absolutely. That's true. Absolutely. So, uh, can we go out on a weird question? Yes, please. Oh, yeah, please, please, please. All right. This is this requires a short answer from you guys. All right. So we all know. That the moon is a hologram being projected into space by the government.
0: Of course, yeah, definitely, absolutely. Intergalactic aliens.
1: What would you rather see projected up into the sky by the government instead of the picture of the moon?
0: Tits. Oh.
1: Okay, I was gonna say the movie Shrek.
0: <laughs> just all night long. On just, just all somebody wants Tommy. The to, the is movie there Shrek? sound?
1: I'm gonna say uh, the Big Stack podcast nice um, uh, talk about marketing but with big tits oh but we <laughs> all have <big> tits. <laughs> on, on all of us oh that's a good one I like yeah. that one that's a good one uh, yep alright all right. guys as usual thank you so much These thank you for listening we, we appreciate
0: going. you listening we love you very much we love you we'll speak we to you again soon thanks for watching goodbye goodbye goodbye
1: goodbye, goodbye.